Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com. Warren Radio is on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and PocketCast. Do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows on DanaGlennSmith.com, Light, Judgment, and the Word. Rebellion or Mercy, the Path Well Worn. Last Witness of the Last Generation. The Message of Mr. Trustwell Hope. The Bane of Lawless People on warn-usa.com Christian Gospel Converge Last Days on Classic Warn Radio Life and Death Before You Book of Romans Part 13 The Lord Will Save Isaiah's Prophetic Book Part 86 on Battle Lines And don't miss these Warren Radio episodes for October 11th through the 13th, Wednesday's Advocacy Show, Memorial Young Martyrs, Prophesied Missions, Receiving Christ, Miracles and Signs, Thursday's Battle Lines, Isaiah's Series, Judgment and Justice, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 192 on Battle Lines, Kingdom War and the Coming King, Obedience or Rebellion, Part 7 on Sound the Shofar. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising, a Christian fiction thriller written by Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. And hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Angus and & Robertson. And the Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com and while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. Now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's a mess. Well, greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yep, here we are. Another beautiful day. Oh, it was gorgeous. 
beautiful autumn day. You know, and you know, really, you know, you look at these autumn days, they're so peaceful here. It, you know, you wouldn't think that in truth the world is in chaos as That's we right. speak. And, uh, you know, God can solve that chaos. You know, in the beginning was God, and the world was out without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and then the Spirit of God moved. Yeah, and, that's just amazing. And, you know, here we are, you know, all this time later, and yet we have civilization, we have people, we have many different kinds of people. Big people, little people, important people, not so important. And the scripture says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the gift of God is redemption, salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. Given to all who will come to him. And every day I see that chaos from where I sit and what I do every day. And it's very disturbing the chaos. And there's so much hatred. There's so much division. There's so much violence. And the Lord God is saying to America, be still. Be at peace. And I think that you know, a lot of people are so busy being nasty and corrupt, they can't hear him. That's right. And unless they hear him, they will be lost forever. But see, right now, at this moment, there's peace with God. Right now. If you hear me right now, now's the time for you to make peace with the Lord. To find peace. Scripture tells us that the Lord went to his own and his own received him not. But to as many as did receive him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to those who believe on his name. who were born not by the will of flesh, but by the power of God. John chapter 3 says that we must be born again of the Spirit. Romans 3 through about 7 tells you about sin. For all of sin and come short of the glory of God. For with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. 1 John 1 tells us if we walk in the light as he, meaning Jesus Christ, Yahshua, is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You could have peace right now. You read those scriptures, you ask God, you seek his face. He will make himself known to you if you seek him with all your heart you he will be found by you but if you're just messing around he knows that too because as i've seen this for some time you know i'm reminded of the apostles in the boat and a windstorm came up and they were sore afraid, especially when they saw Jesus walking on the water. And he said, be at peace, it is, a, it is I. 
and he climbed into the boat. He calmed the seas and they were immediately to the port where he was headed. And you know, the world is in that boat and it's on rough seas. Many people are afraid. And the Lord is the one walking on the water. Even during the storm, he has overcome the natural. Thank There's you. no power that can conquer him. He's on top of those waves. He's walking. He's not going to let the boat sink. He's not going to let you sink. If you start to sink, he'll grab you by the hand the same way he did Peter. See, the world right now is in so much chaos. There are people reaching their hands out, but nobody's grabbing it. You need to cry unto the Lord. He'll grab your hand. He'll grab your heart. Seek him today. Go on over to our websites at warren-usa.com or danaglennsmith.com. We have plenty of things you can listen to that will help you in your faith. <clears throat> you know, I don't know, Tower, how the world is ever going to hear if they don't listen oh, I know if they don't stop I wish they or I would to God that they would listen you know and tonight we were sitting out before the show beautiful autumn night and it's so calm and peaceful but when I do my research, when I'm doing, we have two websites, we got a lot of stuff to do. I'm running into chaos everywhere I look. And I see people that are hurting others, people that are lying and stealing. I see this going on in our political stuff that's happening in DC I see it happening in places like California and Oregon and Washington up in Canada throughout Europe the world is a cataclysm of violence and confusion and it's not going to take much for someone just to start a global calamity and there's one coming that intends to do that. He is the dark one of Revelation. And people are not prepared. So seek him today. So we're ready to go. Okay. Tonight on Battle Lines... Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 193. Righteous salvation is the discussion herein as the plight of men and nations lay in the fact they cannot redeem themselves. So it was with Judah, not to forget the ten northern tribes, man was incapable of being righteous without the Lord God. It was the Lord who brought redemption and with it salvation. Man could not create it, sustain it, or deliver it. It was an operation of the Lord God where His righteousness sustained Him in this push to redeem the unredeemable. For without the Lord, no one could bring enough righteousness to be justified before God. It was God's work and His alone. Later in the New Covenant, the arm of the Lord, Jesus Yeshua, was the Messiah, to bring this work to fullness. And now back to you. I'll see you on the other side. And that is something to take note. This episode, Righteous Salvation, 
And this is part 193 of our series out of Isaiah. And see, the thing of it is, is that God has pursued with one goal mankind to save him from his own sins. You know, I remember God dealing with me and working with me. And you know, we've been doing Isaiah for a long time. And one thing I've seen in all the judgments, you know, many people look at the judgments and they see a mean, nasty God. But I see the judgments and I see how God dealt with Judah as well as the northern tribes. And I see how he deals with Israel today. I see how he deals with the Gentiles. And in everything he does, it's to redeem man. But God's not mocked. And this is a time of darkness. So we begin in Isaiah fifty nine sixteen. And we've been dealing with this, and he saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore his arm brought salvation unto him, and, its, and his righteousness, it sustained him. See, the one thing when we look at this, especially in the context of Isaiah, is that there is the cause of redemption. And it's the same as the great cause of righteousness on earth. You're not going to have righteousness on earth without redemption. And that redemption being found in God. And see, when the Lord was dealing with man, and, and here specifically with Judah, Judah went away for 70 years. You know, that's like being locked up in prison for 70 years. For something that you did. 70 years. And then they were let out of prison. And God forgave them and brought them back into the land. That's like going to jail, a long-term sentence. And, you know, they didn't even know how to get back. Because the original forefathers were dead. These were the kids. And so when the Lord was looking down upon these members of Judah, there was no man there. There was nobody that could save him. There was no intercessor. There was no way to bring him out. Nobody knew anything. They couldn't do it. They had been in prison. But see, God at the same time knew that there wasn't anybody. So his arm brought salvation. It was God who worked it out. And during this whole time, the righteous cause which God had concerning Judah sustained him. And he was determined to bring him out. He was determined to bring him back to the homeland. He was determined to have that temple rebuilt. He was determined to have the people walk in a righteous way before him. 
And it's that same determination that through the line of the tribe of Judah came Yeshua, the Redeemer, the Messiah, the Son of David, the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the resurrection and the life. He is the I am that I am. And in Revelation, he calls himself, I am the Almighty. And it's this same Jesus, Yahshua, who is alive today and coming back. And he sees this chaos. And he has a righteous arm and he has a righteous way. And he also has a righteous wrath to bring about the destruction of the enemies of God and the salvation and redemption of those who are his. And he is going to take that righteous arm and he is going to go into the middle of everything and he's going to bring out a people who are glorified and forgiven. So when I see that chaos, it's not always going to be there. When I see the curse on the earth, it's not always going to be there because there's a righteous God and his righteousness lifts him up and sustains him in his cause for true righteousness to save those who are unsavable, to redeem those who are unredeemable, to lead those in darkness out of that darkness through his light. You see, because he did look. There was no man. There was no intercessor. There was no big ship saying, okay, jump on board. I'm going to take you somewhere. God had to do it. When Judah went into captivity, the nations didn't care. Nobody cared. And even in your own life, you go out and murder someone and they take care of you, throw your butt in jail. They don't care who you are. You're forgotten. And you're at the mercy of the system and man. But today, whoever you are, if you call upon the Lord, he won't forget you. His arm can bring salvation. And that's why when we look at this, we see the redemption in Isaiah 59, 16. We see how God reached in and brought out Israel. But this is the same God that sent his only begotten son to die on the cross to redeem all men. And there is not one shred of darkness in him. And there isn't anyone big enough Satan is nothing before God. He is an adversary and God will totally destroy him at the proper time. God's going to have a kingdom whether you're there or not. God's going to offer salvation whether you believe in him or not. But he says to the unbeliever, come unto me. He says to those who have been hurt, come unto me. He says to the Jews, come unto me. For there's not going to be male or female, Jew or Gentile. It's going to be all one in Christ before God. There will be no divisions. There will be unity. There will be holiness and not fear. There will be healing and not hurt. As Albert Barnes says, who is a commentator, very popular commentator. The cause of redemption is a great cause of righteousness on earth. In this cause, the Redeemer was sustained by the consciousness that he was engaged in that which was designed to vindicate the interests of truth and justice and to promote righteousness throughout the universe. 
And if there is one thing we need tonight, one thing, righteousness, truth, and justice, redemption. And I ain't worried personally about the truth and justice and righteousness and salvation of the moon and the stars. But see, when God does a rework, everything's going to be perfect and made again. Because everything fell during the fall of man. I'm interested in the healing of the nations. I want to look out and I want to see people getting along. I want to see them saved. I want to see them redeemed. I don't want to see the bloodshed. I don't want to see and hear how many people are getting murdered. I want healing. I want hope. I want redemption. And when you see the shedding of blood and hatred, that is the devil's best work. In Psalm 106.23 Therefore he said that he would destroy them and had not Moses his chosen stood before him in the breach to turn away his wrath lest he should destroy him. And that's exactly right. One of the one of the times that we remember is when the twelve spies came back from spying out the land and Caleb and Joshua were ready to go into the land and get it. But the other ten spies gave a bad report and turned the hearts of the Jews where they wouldn't go in. And God was going to destroy him and make a nation out of Moses and Moses stood in the gap. And then God said, I have done according to thy word. The God of the universe said this to Moses. Because he stood in the gap. In Ezekiel 22, 30 and 31. I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge. And stand in the gap before me for the land. That I should not destroy it. But I found none. Therefore have I poured out my indignation upon them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their own way have I recompensed upon their heads. Saith the Lord. Now see Judah. Went into captivity. For those 70 years. Long sentence. And all the families. Everybody went with them. That's a heavy penalty America. What if God suddenly said to America. I've had it with you. Nobody has stood in the gap for you. And your sins are before my face. And you do not reject those sins. You revel in those sins. You do not turn away from them. But you turn away from me. The true and the living God. I am the one that created you America. I am the one that called you into existence. I am the one that blessed you when you were but few. You had nothing. And I gave it unto you. I had mercy on you and I loved you. And you rejected my love and turned against me. And you turned against each other. And you have incurred my wrath. And none of you consider. Woe unto thee, O America. For thy ways have been before me. And they have been found wanton. And I shall consider in that day when you stand before me. Of all those things you were given. And you cast away as nothing. But I shall have mercy. For I tell you today America. I have many in America that have not bowed the knee to Baal. Just like my own children. 7,000 had not bowed the knee to Baal. 
And there are many more in America, but I say unto you, America is wanting. And it is filled with iniquity and foolishness in my eyes. And I have turned you over to your own lusts. And I have opened up your gates till the multitudes of the nations rush in. And your America is going to disappear before your eyes. And you will find tribulation and agony. Because I, the Lord, have looked upon you and found you wanting and you did not consider your ways. Now, if we were in the Old Testament... You would be in real trouble right now. And if you live in America, you're in trouble right now anyway. The stuff I see occurring in this country wrenches my gut. And you turn on each other. I've been in this nation and so has Tower all our lives. And never in our existence could we have imagined an America like this. Unfeeling, unloving, stubborn, self-centered. And more than I could even explain. But God says to you to repent. But sometimes it's not easy. Isaiah, we're in the 59th chapter and we're down, coming down to the end. About six more chapters left. And the entire book is Isaiah's messages that God gave him to Israel, to Judah, to Babylon, and the nations. And in every one of his judgments you can find mercy. But the ones who don't want the mercy are the very ones who need the mercy. Because they don't listen. Isaiah 63, 1 through 5. Now this is coming up. Who is this that cometh from Edom with dyed garments from Basra? This is that is glorious in his apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength. I that speak in righteousness mighty to save. Wherefore art thou red in thy apparel and thy garments like him that treadeth in the wine fat? I have trodden the wine press alone, and of the people there was none with me. For I will tread them in my anger and trample them in my fury, and their blood shall be sprinkled on my garments and I will stain all my raiment. For the day of vengeance is in my heart, and the year of my redeemed is come. And I looked, and there was none to help, and I wondered that there was none to uphold. Therefore my own arm brought salvation unto me, and my fury it upheld me. Now the arm of the Lord is Yeshua, and he came. He overcame. He died and redeemed mankind and provided a way, but he's coming back as Lord of Lord and, and King of Kings, and he will be the one that will bring the justice and cast down every enemy of God. In Isaiah fifty nine seventeen it says, For he put on righteousness as a breastplate, a helmet of salvation on his head. And he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak. Everything God does is righteous. Righteousness sustained him, but righteousness is right up front on his breastplate. And as he's going through this day of vengeance, the helmet of salvation is on his head to reveal to all 
that this is the day of his redeemed. And he will not forget the garments of vengeance, for they are things that clothe him in this, when he finds the wicked and what they have done to the innocent, who have shed the blood. For he that sheddeth the blood and brings about the innocent blood. There will be judgment. And he was clad with zeal as a cloak because he's going to finish this. He knows what he's doing. It's righteous. It's judgment. It's salvation. All in one, on one day, one time. Now, Paul writes in Romans about this, related to this. Romans 11 through 14. And that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Now you see, Judah just had Isaiah warning them and telling them. And then later they put the whole book together that Isaiah had written. He didn't have Romans then because the new covenant wasn't yet. Paul wasn't yet. But you see, you and I in the New Covenant, it has arrived. Paul has come already. We can read his words. And he, and he says this. And that knowing the time. He knew the time. I know the time. Tower knows the time. If you don't know the time, we'll tell you the time. Now is the high time to awake out of sleep. Because your salvation, my salvation, our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. You may not even believe and you won't even know any of this. Because in verse 12, the night is far spent. The day is at hand. And Paul says here, let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. That armor of light is what you need, the word of God, the spirit of God. Let us walk honestly, walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and, e and envying, not beating each other up, stabbing, killing, murdering, beating up on one person, taking, uh, beating up people just because of their skin color, lying and stealing and living your life that way or trying to pretend you're one sex when you're not. You're another one instead. Because God is going to judge everything. And Paul says here, but put you on the Lord Jesus Christ. Make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. And because it is Christ, you can do that. You can rebuke the flesh. You can cause that flesh to submit to the righteousness of God and the will of God. You can walk as a redeemed believer. You can overcome the dreams. You can overcome the torment of the demons. Because Christ overcame. And that's why he came. In Ephesians 6, 13 through 18. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may able to, be able to stand in the evil day and having done all to stand, we are in the evil day. 
And it's been evil for a long time. But I'm telling you, this is the evil day. This is probably the evilest I've seen it. And it's not going to get any better. And Paul says, and having done all to stand. Have you done all to stand for God? Have you done all to make yourself righteousness before God? By coming to Christ and receiving his righteousness? Stand therefore, he says. Stand. When the evil day comes upon you, you don't know what to do, you stand. You do everything you can to stand. You are found in Christ. You stand in His righteousness. You put truth round about your loins. That's getting prepared for battle. What is your truth? The Word of God is the truth. And the breastplate of righteousness. Why do you have a breastplate of righteousness? Because the breastplate is over the heart. The heart is where the very pulsing of the Spirit of God lay in your heart, in your bosom. And it protects that. And deep within your heart, you have the Spirit of God. And you have the love of God. You have His power. You have His Spirit. You have His eternal working in your body right now if you're a Christian believer. And you can stand up to darkness. And sometimes the darkness in these end of days may kill you. And that's why it tells us in Revelation... They overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. And the Lord further says, there comes a day when those that kill you will think they're doing God a service, and they do these things because they do not know me or the Father. You know the Father if you're born again in Christ. You know the Son. You know the Spirit of God. You know the truth of God. You know the word of God. And we're in a world of unrighteousness. So verse 15, your feet should be shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Do you know what the shield of faith is? Deep inside your heart, you've been studying, you know the word of God. When the enemy comes at you with lies, you reject him, you rebuke him in Jesus' name, and you quote faith. You're a liar, devil. You rebuke these demons in Jesus' name. You stand there and you battle and you say, I rebuke that, I know the truth, this is the truth. You give them the word of God and you bind them in Jesus' name. We don't sit there just like a pincushion and let the de devil stick us until we're sore you stick it back to him in the name of Jesus Christ you pick up that pincushion he's been using you for and you pull out every one of them things and you say in the name of Jesus Christ I rebuke this I rebuke that and you go down the list and you stand in the name of Christ and you rebuke it every time something comes you rebuke it and you stand by faith. And some days you may have to just look up and say, I bless you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for delivering me from all evil. As the Lord talked to his father, he says, I pray thee, Father, that you would not take them out of the world, but keep them from the evil. Make no mistake, God can keep you from evil. We are in an evil place today worldwide. And God is saying, I am the God of the universe and you are mine. Stand up, O ye child of God, and be not afraid. The one thing he told Joshua and Caleb and all the others going into the promised land, do not fear They were to go in there fearless. If your boots are shaking, you spend some time with the Lord, and you go out and you speak faith and you stand there. 
because God can fill the shaking boots with the power of God (coughs) and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God and that's where you let them have it praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. You intercede for everybody. But see, the children of Israel, see, a lot of this stuff we're talking about here, this came with the new covenant and the power of Christ. And as Christ said, I have come not to destroy the lot, but to fulfill it. We are the fulfillment of what God had promised the Jews. And a lot of the Jews don't know it. But they will. According to their deeds, accordingly he will repay. This is Isaiah fifty nine eighteen. Fury to his adversaries. Recompense to his enemies. And to the islands he will repay recompense. See, now when we look at this, we see the entire earth. See, there's adversaries and they're the ones that will challenge you. So he's going to repay him with fury. (coughs) There are others who are just mere enemies and they may not do that. Well, they will receive recompense for what they did. And to the furthest islands on this earth, they will get recompense for whatever they done, so will it be done. As it says in Revelation 22, He that is wicked, let him be wicked still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. Now there's four different things within Revelation 22 that says that. These two things here, when you go to Revelation 22, look for those phrases and you'll see it. And he says, For I am coming quickly and my reward is with me to give according to each man according to his works. Wherever you're at on this planet you will receive the just recompense for what you have done whether they be good or bad. See, and I like this too in Isaiah 66. This is getting at the end. We haven't gotten there yet, but verse 15 and 16. And I like the reading here. For behold, the Lord will come with fire, and with his chariots like a whirlwind. Now you've heard of chariots of fire. Well, this is eternal fire. You can see them coming out of the clouds, the wheels full of fire. Fire coming off the front as beautiful white heavenly stallions with fire coming out of their nose, big emblazoned eyes, and a mane that's on fire, and the Lord of glory sitting in the middle of it. And with his chariots like a whirlwind to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. For by fire and by his sword will the Lord plead with all flesh and the slain of the Lord shall be many. Now I like the verse the Lord plead with by his sword by fire he will plead with all flesh. See, God has pleaded with the world since Calvary. But the time comes 
that the pleading will be over and the judgment will begin. And you're not going to sit down here like some pompous sinner and say, so what? Okay, big boy, come and get me. Yeah. You ain't going to be pompous. And you know what the righteous will be doing? There will be a great day of shedding tears. Of a joy that you can't even begin to describe. And a hope on that day that will never end. And your spirit soaring. Your heart bursting open wide. At the things you see. For the earth will dissolve in the heavens. And there will be a new heaven and a new earth. For the old ones have passed away. And God will heal the nations. He'll remake the nations. Here's Revelation's version. Verse 11. I saw heaven open and behold a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he does judge and make war. Verse 12. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. That was 13. This is 14 through 16. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his vesture and on his thigh name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. And in Revelation twenty eleven through 15, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, and from him whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Amen. So be it. And we're going to be at <coughs> Isaiah fifty-nine nineteen. That'll be a good passage. So they shall fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. That's where we'll begin next time. I love that verse. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for your spirit. We ask, Father, that you would bless this word to the hearts, minds, souls, and spirits of those who hear this word. Bless them, meet their needs, and deliver them from darkness and bring them into the light. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, Tower. Okay. Well, that was an exciting word tonight. It is. Whenever you talk about that, it is. Yes. Thank uh, God for his redemptive power. Yeah. Of uh, course, if you're not redeemed, it's not going to be exciting. No. We all need Jesus. But the thing of it is, they can be redeemed. Yes. He's no respecter of persons. And we, we all need Jesus. 
Yep. I'll tell you, I see the way it is, and I see what God can do. Oh, amen. He's amazing. He's beyond, God is beyond amazing in all yeah. that he does. This is definitely a lifted up program. This is, you know. Yes, amen. God anointed this tonight. He did. We had an extra dip of anointing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Father, for yes. your mercy. Amen. Thank you for your goodness. And so we can say goodbye. We got a little bit of time, so okay. we're not in a hurry. Well, be sure to join us tomorrow not tomorrow on Sound the Shofar. In his name finds the kingdom war and the coming king working the miraculous in his name on part eight. And we thank you for joining us whenever you do. We love you. We appreciate you. We thank you for all you do for the king. And we always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. May God richly bless you and keep you. And stay safe. Be sure to pray for your brethren around the world. Pray for Israel. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And pray for us as we pray for you. And we thank you. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go to our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Read the articles, listen to the shows. Be sure to, you know, if you're not following us, you know, we have a lot of WordPressers who follow us through that network. But, you know, you can sign up. We have places for you to sign up to get, you know, the latest from us. And uh, also check out my book, The Rising. It's book two of the Steel series. The first one is Steel the Darkness. Check them out on Dana Glenn Smith. You can go to both websites. We have ads on there. And go down there and get a book, The Rising. And uh, read it. And then comment on it. We want to hear from you. And you can comment wherever you get the book. Or you can uh, send us the comment. Would love to hear from you. So until next time. I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you. That his face will shine upon you and give you peace. That he will keep you from all evil. And make a way for you, no matter what you're facing right now. I bless you, and I ask God to bless you. If you don't know him, I pray that the Lord will reveal himself to you. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. And find the Lord. He's not lost. You are. But he loves you. And he wants to bring you unto himself. Till next time. This is the Watchman and Fort Tower. Good night, everybody. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 